You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I feel like maybe finally I can actually tell it to everyone. I didn't realize there were so many people like me. <laughs> That hadn't actually admitted to it yet. And, you feel and it's something almost? No, it's something I've kept secret. I'm not going to lie. I've made it my ringtone before, and no one will ever know that the, the theme song is my ringtone. Because I didn't think that other people understood or went through what I went through. Let me just say thanks. Thanks to the miracle of Facebook and posting that picture. I now know that I was not the only one that watched ALF as a child. <laughs> I was not the, not the only one. You're not the only ALF lover out I there. I am not the only ALF lover. It is amazing. <laughs> uh, the, the poster that I posted, it was incredible. I love the feedback. Uh, everybody's You're made so me feel... You're so happy about the feedback. Everyone has made me feel so welcome. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nebler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for for finding us. Uh, all right, so we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get to. I am going to address uh, address why I'm bringing up Alf, of all things, today. That is um, random that you're starting with Alf. And it, out of everything random. that I would think that you would bring up, that would not be you know, in my top 100. Probably. No, that's why when I posted it, I was like, should I post this? Oh, I did. I'll explain that here in a minute. But um, we've got a bunch of other stuff that we're going to be doing today, including this. We have our friend, Ibrahim, who's going to be joining us? Ibrahim Mustafa, creator. Ibrahim Mustafa, the most talented man alive. I don't know, like he's very talented. Yeah, I don't know what that was you were doing there. I don't know. Yes, I just wanted to give it an accent, an accent. And Ibrahim's so cool. Like he actually, you know, you've heard him on Chronicles of the Nerds, and he used yes, to actually Ibrahim from Chronicles of the Nerds for everybody, yeah, who listens. Yes, an amazing artist, and he actually used to have uh, a space right down the hall from us. So we used to see Ibrahim every day, mm-hmm. and we've missed him the past few months since he moved out and got a different space. So we're really excited to see him today. And he's going to be joining us talking about. The release of his new graphic novel, High Crimes, which I've read, I've read the synopsis of it, and it sounds exactly like something I want to read. Oh, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. It's, yeah, yeah. Down, down to the T. So uh, we're going to have him in, and he is – he also just released some more information. I don't know if he – I'll save it for him to say what he's also a part of now, which just came out today. He, I'm going to make him talk about that okay. because it's it's really awesome. You should. It's awesome. Let's let's hear. Ibrahim from- is incredible, and so he's going to be joining us here in about one thirty. So he'll he'll be coming in. Um, all right, and then we've got a bunch of other stuff to get to, but I I want to I just want to bring this up because I am I felt so good about it. You know, yesterday when I posted it after feeling like oh man. So over the weekend. I went down to uh, my parents' house. I grew up in uh, rural Oregon, south rural of uh, Oregon, south of Independence. Mama's way out in the country. We got a pond. People don't really beavers. know what that is. It's like south of Salem, basically. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half south of Portland, and it's it's out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's a pretty good description. You know, we, we grew up out out in the country. Um, you know, there's farms and cows not that we had cows we didn't have a farm but we got ponds and wild animals and all that stuff so and beavers beavers yep there was a beaver down there did you see a beaver it was down there and it has been doing some damage to the pond let me tell you it's a big kerfuffle around uh around oh are people are mammoth independence folks a tittering well, not Mammoth Independence folks, but uh, the country folks. Uh, the country? I thought that was the country folks. Now I'm getting confused. Mammoth Independence is a town. It's actually a city. So you're, but you're in the country outside of the town yeah, slash city. Yes, that's just the closest uh, city. All right, so that's the one that you claim is your own. Yeah, I would claim it. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. yes, I would claim it. Yeah, that's All where right. I went to school. Yeah, I, w- I would claim it. 
Okay. I'd call it. I'm more of independence than Monmouth, but that's a whole different thing that only a Monmouth wow. independence people would, would understand. It's basically two cities that are one city halfway through. There's divider line, and that's about it. So anyway, though, I grew up out in the country outside of that. So so I went out there to my parents' house because my brother was up visiting from San Diego, and he went down there. So I uh, San Diego. Zip, so I went so I went down there to to hang out for uh, for a couple of days this weekend, and it was great. It's nice going back out to the country after after living in the city because I realized, oh yeah, this is uh, this is uh, this is my this is where I come from. As if Portland's like thing. the biggest city in the world. Portland's like a big town for the most part compared. Well, I would say this is a city. I would say it's a small city, but I'm not comparing it to New York. But this is this is New York, Tokyo, Mexico City rolled into one compared to compared to where I grew up. I mean, it's it's different. Sure. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, so so yeah, I went out there and uh, and went back went back there to the country, you know, and hanging out and. It was uh, it was cool just to just to kind of be back out there again and see what it was like, you know, see see what it's like out in my uh, my neck of the woods where I grew up. Yeah. So did you? I, I need to ask you this since I gave you your birthday present a couple of weeks ago. I wanted to know, Greg, did you bring your metal detector down there? No, I did not. Oh. I forgot to. I forgot to. And uh, I I wish I wish I would have. And I really uh, I'm I'm sorry. I apologize that I did not because there were so many present uh, so many different surprises and treasures I probably could have found because out there. Because your property you've talked about was so old, like it was used to be like a like a camp or uh, some kind of like nurses station or something on your land. There was yeah. There, well, I grew up out in the country, you know, uh, and where I was out in the out in the middle of nowhere was actually a used to be way back in the day back in uh, world war one was a town and it was like a military depot town so they had uh there was like a military base there and there was a whole spread of towns post offices and all kinds of stuff and my parents house their property was the gas station nowadays there's there's hardly any 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 houses there so there's only a couple yeah because of your parents yeah because i've been down there and you're, it's like a big field around them isn't it for the most part yeah yeah. yeah, and so and so that used to be a town. Yes, so that used to be an actual town. It was an actual uh, town way back way back then during World War One, and then it, then it uh, just it went away. Like all the all the buildings were demolished. Uh, everything. There's a couple of houses still left around there. Uh, Sumon saying Camp Adair. It's uh, near there, near there. Um, so yeah, you know the area that I'm talking about. Yeah, near there. That was World War Two. This was World War One. So it's there's probably a lot of stuff I could find out there that would that like what would kind of matter. stuff do you think? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Probably old military things. Um, lots of stuff that metal detector people would, would like, and I should have brought my so metal detector. So basically you could have brought your metal detector there and come back with a lot of treasures, and instead you didn't bring it. I did not bring it. Well, but I'll, was... I'll be back again. I'll okay. have another chance. But yes, I did forget it. It was kind of a mistake. It was a mistake. I did forget, and I, did, I didn't bring it. Well, what does one do in the country for country? Well, I guess, well, first and foremost, we should bring up the fact that you were talking about Elf at the beginning. Yes, yes, I was. So part of that is, you know, my parents always want me to bring home the stuff that uh, that I'm supposed to, you know, all my old uh, child stuff that, I, that is still there, like my toys and that kind of thing, because they want me to get rid of them because you know I'm an adult and I should have those on my own now, <laughs> and they don't want them, and I understand that. So I had to go in there and went through, um, went through all of these uh, all of these other things. So did you find any cool toys? Like, so you had to go through like your old like toys and posters and stuff yeah i had to go through all of that stuff and and so i was going through it all and uh and and like like trying to see what it was and i realized like as i'm looking through all of these things i'm like 
Wow, I was a dork. <laughs> not that I'm, you know, not that I'm now. I'm not the uh, necessary. I wasn't always this cool, very, uh, oh, wow. very, uh, very modern know, gentleman. Very modern, <laughs> obviously, you know, secure gentleman that you see before you when you do meet me. Obviously, clearly, you can see all of he those was things quite now. The intimidating but presence. Obviously, it was very clear. I was very much a dork <laughs> by taking a look at these things. And so right, wait, what could, what makes you what defines you as like a dorky kid with toys? I mean every every kid had like nerdy toys. Uh yeah, no, every kid had nerdy toys. So I'm just shutting the chat off right there. Uh so every kid had nerdy toys, but when when I'm taking a look at the stuff that I had, like one of the main things that I could see that that was very obvious was one taking a look at the poster collection that I had. I was very 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 much into posters. I had Far more posters than I uh, that would have even fit on my walls. Wait, like what so kind of So I don't really know why that would have been. Um, well, for one, I apparently really liked to have posters where it showed organized pictures of what like a certain toy had, where it was like like glamorized shots. In particular, I had one that uh, was this He-Man poster where it you was, had a He-Man poster. Yeah, it was a He-Man poster, but it was a picture of the toys, and I didn't have all the He-Man toys or anything. But I very much liked the idea. I could see this poster and show okay here's all the good guys and they're like set up on this mountain like fancy shot with like lightning in the background and then there's all the skeletor guys on the other side and it shows each toy and their name and like kind of where they rank and i like organized like hierarchy like posters and i apparently liked that when i was a kid that explains all designed up you now (laughs) it was all separated out so i could actually see exactly what what it was you know that things were uh how how things were organized and so i had one for like he-man i had one for micro machines i had one for Wait, real Joe. quick. I'm trying to think of this. So is it like the toys set on like uh, like a set almost? Like yeah. a fake mountain? Yep, like a fake mountain. I remember having that for like, I think for My Little Ponies or Rainbow Bright, one of the two. But those same things. It's so like there's something aesthetically appealing about them all sorted out. Yeah. And getting to see, you know, the rankings and such. It was. It was it was really cool. Uh, well, at least for when I was a kid, I thought <laughs> so. And now I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow, that was really dorky. Because that's not even like the cool posters. That's not the cool like action posters. That's the posters of, well, this is where this goes. This is the category that this one fits into. And then you can clearly see <laughs> this is the hierarchy. Like those were the ones I was reading, uh, I was looking at. But then also the, the picture that I posted was of me holding up one of my favorite posters from as a kid, which is still out there. And I believe they're all getting good. <laughs> they're, they're all going away now. But, uh, oh, you didn't hang on to them? Well, they're pretty beat up. They were well-loved posters. I held on to the He-Man one. Okay, the He-Man, He-Man one's one. pretty legit. You didn't hang on to, to this next one, though. Well, it's there. Craig. I'm debating on it. You it have was... to. It's pop culture, like, history. So it's this poster of Alf, alien life form Alf, which was a, uh, which was, if you don't know what it was, it was a sitcom in the late 80s where it was supposedly Alf, which was basically like a Muppet, um, was an alien that crash landed on Earth into the uh, I believe it was the Tanners' backyard, and they had to hide him from the government and became their buddy. His name was Gordon Shumway. That was his actual name, and but they called him Alf for short for Wait, alien. I'm sorry, life form. Alf's name was Gordon Shumway. Yeah, Gordon Shumway. That's Alf's name. I don't. I have to say, I think I was a little too young for Alf. I never really watched it. I knew Alf. I knew the reference. Uh huh. But I don't think that uh, – was it more like almost adult humor a little bit? No, you would have been in the right time frame. But if you weren't watching it, then you, you probably wouldn't know about it. Because, I mean, you're about my brother's age, so he watched Elf too. Mm-hmm. It's just if you, you happen to – I was more distracted watching other things. Yeah. Like it, it existed, but yeah. It existed, yeah. Because it was from like 88 to 91 or something like that. So and, – and the reason kids liked it is because basically it was a Muppet. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's essentially what it was. It was a Muppet interacting with these people. And, and the one thing about Elf was I could go on about Elf forever. 
And now that I'm doing this, I'm like, Alf like to eat cats. That's their favorite food is cats. So he's always chasing around the household cat trying to eat it and put it in a sandwich and stuff like that. And, and anyway, I was a huge fan of Alf. So I had posters and I posted this picture of, on Facebook of me with my poster. And uh, I've been amazed with the response. I can say that. It's been quite a response. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Chris in the chat had a great idea saying that we should maybe bring the um, ALF poster and donate it to the landmark and I can put it in the shed. Oh, would they put it up in there? Are you kidding me? Of course. All right. I would do that. That would be the best place ever. Okay. All right. I'll get it. I'll you get have to get that poster. No, I refuse to let that be donated or ruined anywhere. That is a piece of history. It's from my bedroom you wall. You have to. <laughs> and that makes it even better slash... Well, better, better slash better. Well, but, it was, you know, it was in, it was on Greg Nibbler's childhood wall. Yes, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it very well. Yeah, there was that, and then and then after that, it went into all the Blazers posters and Dan Marino posters that one could ever want, and that was you know my transition there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have every Dan Marino poster probably ever made. He was the greatest ever. Did you still have your like big life size one? Yes. Yep. It's still there, but it was so rolled up, I couldn't unroll it. It just started tearing. Yeah. So it's unfortunately lost to history. That's, I'm going to have to go point. through this at some point, too, because my parents are going to look to move houses, and we have all of our stuff, um, like my sister's toys and I, all in storage, like all my gem dolls and, mm-hmm. you know, and like uh, My Little Ponies, so My Little Pony Castle, yeah. He Men and She Ra, and um, yeah, all that stuff. And they've hung on to it, but they're like, all right, just so you know, when we actually move out of this house to our, you know, where we're going to retire, yeah. we've got to get all the shit out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's kind of what I'm going through right now is figuring all that stuff out. But then, you know, it went from there and went out to uh, – you, know, you know what's weird to me? It's really odd. So where I, where I grew up out in the country is actually turning into like a popular place now. It's odd. There was a bike race. So I, I grew up on a gravel road. And it's no longer a gravel road. Now it's paved, which is weird. It's one of those fancy paved roads It's fancy now. and paved. And, like, all the roads are paved now. It was almost all gravel roads. And this is just in the last few years. There's this whole resurgence. I think it's a lot of it has to do with, like, the whole wine thing about how the Willamette Valley is oh, turning into like a wine area. people like the country area. living. Yeah, now people all like the country living. So all these, all these city people are invading my <laughs> where I grew up. And it's weird. It's weird. It's all paved. There was a bike race or a bike ride of some kind from Independence that looped all the way out to where in front of my parents' house. So I'm standing there, and there's, like, all these bicyclists going by with, like, pinned numbers on them. That is something I did not see. I'm used to seeing road graders go by or a farm truck or a combine driving down the road. And now it's, like, becoming this all hip place. How do you – what's quantifying hip? Is it because of the wineries and the breweries and that kind of stuff? Because, yeah, there's there's like wineries out there. Then there's the brewery. There's the Rogue Brewery, which Rogue bought a hops farm, um, which is probably like 10 minutes away from where – yeah, I'd say 10-minute drive at most. (laughs) And it's this hops farm that has – that that uh, rogue brewery bought and has turned into this big area and it's actually it's a really cool thing it's 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 See, you're this actually is the on problem, the hops Greg. Farm. Listen, yeah but it's you, cool for us country folks you're not part of city you're part folk. of the problem by you sitting here saying like oh it's being just overrun by city folk and then you're like but it is really cool well yeah it you is it is that actually pretty cool your heart might be a country folk but you know your life uh you know the past over the de- over the past decade or so has been a city folk well yeah but i mean it's cool just because it's a hops farm and i partially grew up on a hops farm because my grandparents were hops farmers so it's it's nice going back out to a hops farm and they have this whole tasting room and like this area set up like it's a big park down by the river it's kind of cool and it's it is out in the middle of nowhere. but now all these people are flocking to this area and knowing all about it and now it's becoming like cool 
And it's weird. Mom with Independence is not cool. Suman says about uh, Mammoth, and they got them horseless carriages going, too. I know it. <laughs> da- call dang it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Riding lawnmowers and everything. No. It's, it is weird, though. Well, it is it's kind of how it's it. like in Bremerton. I mean, but you know, Bremerton's already a city, but people can't afford to live in Seattle anymore. So yeah. a lot of them do actually – they've started to move across the water to Bremerton. They can yeah. take the ferry. It's all spreading out. It's spreading out. That's that's what it's that's what's going on. Vicky says so, <laughs> Greg is a Beverly Hillbilly. <laughs> Minus the riches. You sure yes. are. Minus the riches. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it is odd. But we did. Uh, so what other kind of stuff did you guys do? Like what what do you do out in the country? So I know you, you looked at your uh, Alf. Go for walks. So uh, you looked at your Alf poster and you went to the Rogue Brewery. <laughs> what went else did brewery. you do? <laughs> went for some walks across the way, which is going across the pond. That's what you call that. Pick some raspberries. You know, a few raspberries left there, so pick some of those. And oh, some, there aren't like city raspberries that you can't pee, uh, pick because some homeless person might have peed on them. <laughs> no, no, there no. are pea-covered raspberries. No, maybe the lower ones. Although the dog just eats them, they don't think I don't think he pees on them. So mm-hmm. no, you'd be pretty safe. You eat them right off the vine. So yeah, did that. Uh, you know, shot some BB guns and pellet guns, which as you do. Didn't get out the twenty twos this time. Just just shot, shot some BB and pellet guns. Just some cash BB shooting. Yeah, yeah. Me and, me and my brother had a competition to see who was better at. Shooting, shooting, uh, you know, we would pick out a target, like, uh, down by the pond, and then we'd shoot at it. I'd say it was pretty even. You didn't shoot any small animals, did you? No, didn't shoot any animals. Okay. Not intentionally, anyway. If oh, an animal got God. hit, I don't know. Okay. Wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been on purpose this time. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't shoot any animals there, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I do have to say, Jeff was probably better at shooting than I was. Oh, you know, so. that takes a lot to admit. Barely. He was barely a better aim than I was. He was barely a little a bit, aim. he was a little bit better than I was. Okay. Well, it sounds like I didn't you had... admit it, though. I didn't admit it to him at all yesterday. <laughs> I told him he was wrong and that he just couldn't see straight and, that I was doing better than he was, and I wasn't. Wow, you sure showed him. I totally made that up. Yeah, he was, he was better than I was. But either way, it was still fun. I love going back there. It was a good time. Oh, that's cool. And you got something else when you went back there. I did indeed. I did uh, receive a birthday gift of... Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to say, if you've listened to old shows where I ripped on this company before and all of their products, um, obviously that was just out of pure jealousy and spite because I <laughs> am the now, now uh, the proud new owner of my own Fitbit. Oh, he sure That's is. That's right. Friend me on Fitbit, if you shall, and I will uh, shame you. I'm still learning how it works, though. I don't you're really not, don't, it. You're not learning how it works. It, it works how it works. You put, you strap it on your wrist, and then it counts how many steps you do. So, yeah. So, works? let me just say, for so I didn't know that this was, well, actually, I did know that this is what Greg was getting for his birthday, actually. His mom had asked me when they were in town once. I'm like, oh, yeah, get him a Fitbit. I want to compete against him. It'll make <laughs> me work out better. Um so then all of a sudden I get this notification when I was at work this past weekend. It's like, Greg Nibbler wants to be friends on Fitbit. I'm like, oh, fuck. He got one. Yep. <laughs> and sure enough, here he is with it strapped to his wrist. So this is going to be a new competition. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've got I've to get, get my steps in today. <laughs> oh, it feels weird saying I know, that, you though. I don't feel like bed. saying that. Welcome to well, the Well, either way, bedroom. I'm happy to have one now because it is going to be awesome for mm-hmm. running and all of those things. So it's very cool and I'm very grateful for it. Thank you. All right. Um, We need to take a break because we do have Ibrahim coming in here in just a minute. So let's go ahead and do that. Ibrahim's going to class this place up a little. He will class it up. Before we go, though, I was talking about the bikes. I do want to say a big congratulations to Kelly of Bike Gallery, who Kelly, of course, the owner of Bike Gallery. You've heard him here on Fun Employment Radio and Bike Gallery, a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. You can go to our website, click on the Bike Gallery link and get 10% off of anything in their store. Kelly is just taking off today to head to France, oh. where he's going to get to 
do amazing things because Tour de France is going on right now, and he's going to get to kind of ride along one, not with the but he's doing racers, one, one leg of but it, like right? yeah, like after they go by it, he's going to get to ride one of the legs of the Tour de France. That's which is like badass. wasn't one of them. It's like fifty miles or something, and like one know. of it's like straight it's an, up. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, I, something I could never do. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy what it, what it, what just one leg would do. But that's what he's going to go do right now. So he's he's heading off. So congratulations to Kelly and thank you to Bike Gallery. Find sponsor Fun Employment Radio. Of course, go to funemploymentradio.com, Click on the Bike Gallery link and use that coupon. Please use that because you get ten percent off of whatever you want to buy, including bikes. And it shows them that uh, you know that you support uh, us and vice versa. Versus them, and it's all a big circle, and it's all good things. All right, so thank you so much. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs> well, two out of the three of us have showered today, so I guess I'll leave that to the listeners to decide. <laughs> Wait, you showered? God damn it. <laughs> no, I, I was just telling um, you. You outed our- yourself. I was going to let them figure it out. I. Everyone knows it's me. Because um, <laughs> our wonderful friend Ibrahim is here that we were talking about earlier. What he's up? Always, he's always so dapper looking. He looks well, so he was so stylish, so, so clean. Kind. I just well, like because I you know my own boss with mm. this comic book stuff, so I try to get myself like in the professional mode. Because oh. it's very like I heard a guy say once he was an artist being interviewed on a podcast, and he was like, "Yeah, a lot of guys will be like, yeah, it's cool. You do this, you can just wear your pajamas all day." And he's like, "Well, then, when are you not in your pajamas?" <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a good point, you know. And especially like, we, it's so easy to just start like to just give around up. on Facebook or whatever, you know. Oh like, yeah, but if you feel like you're like, oh, I have a tie on, I need to be. You know, then and, you can be a little more proper. Yeah. So I'm somewhere between you and pajamas right now. Like I'm dressed. <laughs> I've got shoes on. I never go out in my pajamas. I will say ever. though, with this heat wave we've been having, uh-huh. there's been some days where I've been working in Machonis. Dude, I've been, I've hey, given up fashion not? hope for the summer. Like it's just I'm just sweaty and unfashionable this summer. Ninety five yeah. degrees is not a good look on me. I know and there's like a water shortage, and I'm like, yeah. I'm a I'm a two shower a day guy when I get really like <laughs> sweaty, you know. So I'm trying to like conserve and shit but yeah can't can't have the stank going on no you know? i mean nobody wants that Especially, like you ever smell whatever no, well here's the thing though like when you're you look a man, like the least smelly person ever doesn't he i pick? hope so i mean i would assume i haven't <laughs> well, smelled but, him but see, that's true i haven't that's either. that's the after though that's because i showered okay. yeah you know I, it's like uh, there's a thing too to being a guy that like a lot of women just don't think about because you guys clearly have it worse <laughs> <laughs> Thank so you. like 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 uh i don't like I, I went camping with my girlfriend recently and her friends it's the first time i've ever been camping right oh what? okay because yeah. i'm middle eastern like you don't do that shit yeah you know? that's okay my dad would be like why i work all the time to pretend i don't have a home <laughs> <laughs> you know so so this is your first time ever yeah and you were in a tent yes you stayed in okay good now, that, that's I, good i have slept in a tent once but it wasn't like officially camping it was uh-huh. like anyway Okay, but or was it was it like a backyard or it was like at the coast in like a like we had like it wasn't yurts or something. It, well, it wasn't a planned camping trip. It was like we didn't want to drive home and there was a tent in the trunk, so we paid twenty bucks to sleep in a field. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, uh huh. But this was like you know s'mores and fire pit okay. and all that shit. Uh, so was it was there a bathroom? At the well, campsite? see that that's the thing. Yes, there okay, was. there was a bathroom all because right. this is where I get you know. <laughs> Because my girlfriend, she grew up in Colorado, so she's like, oh, so she's used to the oh, they, they, yeah. all they do is fucking outdoor shit there, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just outdoorsy. Yeah, and I'm like, do you, you don't understand. Like, you are a hairless white girl. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna microwave some peanut butter and throw it at your dog and give you a paper towel, and you let me know how that shit turns out for you, <laughs> because that's what I get to deal with. 
in an outhouse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she's like, I'll bring wet wipes. One of the grossest analogies I've ever that heard. Is, yeah, but, hey, but good accurate. to see you guys. Yes. <laughs> no, this is good because the last time I saw Greg, it was kind of awkward. He was carrying like a frozen pizza and a bunch of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> it was real quick. Like I had to go. I was uh, on my lunch break. Uh, <laughs> oh, hi, everybody. That's such a great story. I love that whenever I'm in front of somebody in line at the store and they're like buying weird shit, I always take a picture of it. Like uh, there was a guy the other day at Fred Meyer who was who bought like a like a six pack of I think PBR mm-hmm. and then a bunch of those little like DVR or like little digital video tapes from like the camcorders from like ten years ago. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you gonna be? Pla- what are you planning on there? I had a moment like that though when I was so like this was like six years ago. My friends and I dressed up as the X Men for Halloween. Nice. Now I'm not a cosplay person, like, uh, but it was like, all right, let's do it. Like, there was a, a series of circumstances that led to it. So we end up doing that. And we went to this place that had like superhero costume contests. But it was at a gay bar, so like. Wait, which one were you? Uh, I was Cyclops. Okay, gotcha. Because I, I I had a gift card to this company called Sideshow Collectibles. They do really high end shit, and everything is expensive. The one thing they had for like the thirty bucks I had a gift card for, they came with like my Iron Man DVD or something, was a Cyclops visor replica. I was like, <laughs> nice. right, let's do it. So we go we go to this place. We lose because it was like these guys who were dressed as the ambiguously gay duo won. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. But yeah. they were not ambiguous about it at Easy all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Shocking at yeah. a gay bar that they would win that. I know. Yeah. So we were all like, oh, fuck, we should have won that. You know. <laughs> so we went to this other place. You guys remember Paula? Did you ever go there when it was it was on like 3rd and Burnside or something? Anyway. Hmm. Okay. So there was this girl that I used to kind of have like a will they won't they thing with okay you have and, a little ross and rachel thing going yeah. on <laughs> the portland tabloids were all at twitter about it like and she was <laughs> will they or won't they well we weren't that cool but <laughs> you're was, pretty cool uh, i was dressed as cyclops so if that gives you <laughs> okay, any, yeah. he's the lamest x-man, x-man. <laughs> so this girl's working the door and i didn't know that and i show up with my, my little fucking x-men posse <laughs> and i've got a, I like I went to Andy and Bax and got like the like bunch of little like Rob Liefeld pouches to put on my Cyclops. I mean, we sure. were li- my nice. friend fucking painted himself blue and got like yellow contacts. It was Nightcrawler. Like we were wow. legit. Wow. Okay, yeah, that's wow, hardcore. That's but, so we walk up and she's like, Ibrahim, and I'm like, uh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> who? Uh, so I'm surprised you recognize me in my with my visor on. <laughs> so. I felt your pain, dude, when I was listening. Yeah. I was like, I know how that goes. Yeah, it's like, oh, really? You're seeing me like <laughs> yeah. this with the toilet paper. And, yeah. toilet and I had like a really cleaner. tight like <laughs> Under Armour shirt on and I'm like skinny. So it's like, <laughs> but you're right about those foam and bleach bubbles, though, man. I swear it's, by that shit. It's amazing. Is it not? Yeah. It is the Greg, best thing ever. Greg, do you want to talk ever. about what happened with the foam oh, and bleach bubbles? Oh, yeah. I didn't talk about this, actually. That I do have one... It's not so much the foaming bleach, but the packaging they come in. So when I got home that day after, after you'd I, been singing I, the praises, yeah, after I sang the praises of that and talked about it on the show, when I came home, I uh, was walking in. I'm like, "Huh? Why is my grocery bag all wet? The bleach had leaked out. Oh, like somehow no. it came open, fell all over my shoes, and then onto my couch. My black, solid black shoes. And and you see that happen. It's just like no, yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. It's too late. Damage is done. So I do have a problem with the packaging. You do. So How happened? I do have a problem. Stained it. Oh man. Yeah, green couch. So I I, I could flip the 
flip the uh, cushion. That's, that's all I had to do. do. There was nothing else couch. I could do. Yeah. Every I mean, time like, someone spills coffee on it, we just flip the flip cushion it. over. Now there are no more cushions to flip. So I'm just like, all right, which one has less coffee on it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's just go for the best. <laughs> Sometimes you find change when you do that, though. So I did find change. I found like that's probably above worlds. Thirty some cents. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think a roommate must have gone through it. I think I think they cleaned it out. You think so? I think there should have been more change than that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're maybe they're not telling you that they're putting it in a new couch cushion fund. Oh, <laughs> surprise! Maybe that's it. Yeah, it surprise! Just like a red cushion. Yeah, it doesn't match. A- but hey, <laughs> knew you had a rough day the other day. <laughs> Here's thirty-two cents <laughs> for your couch cushion. <laughs> that was the rough day. Um, what were we going to talk about? Well, we were, were going to maybe about- talk about this thing that Ibrahim oh, did, and then, that. We can, and then we'll yeah. shit, shit some more. Uh, yeah. By the way, Ibrahim wrote a book. Okay, so anyway, uh, yeah, no. so, anyway, toilet paper. What's your favorite kind of frozen pizza? <laughs> uh, Freshetta. Freshetta. Oh, is, yeah. is that a brand? The yeah, green fr- one at Freshetta? Yeah. It's yeah. very overpriced. Well, there's a, the, it's the green, or maybe this the. The, the Freshetta's the green one. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was the five cheap. bucks a pot. Or maybe I'm thinking the Fred Meyer brand. Maybe that's green. I thought Freshetta was the Safeway brand. No, Freshetta is its own brand. It's well, more Safeway of like, Select. it claims that's to be more, with like more natural ingredients. Oh, that's probably not the one I got. No. I got, this comes in a green box at Fred Meyer. Okay, good. yeah, I think that's the the Fred Meyer. Brand. They're pretty le- pretty legit. Pretty legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, toilet paper wise, are you guys you, are you guys oh. waters or folders? <laughs> Since we're getting, getting into nitty gritty, I guess a water. Yeah, yeah, I would say I'm a water. Are you a folder? You look like a folder. I'm a folder. Yeah, you, you fold it, but do you have a certain amount of squares? I usually on... do about three squares, <laughs> a specific amount. And yeah, then, and then yeah. I'll kind of fold it. Like not, I don't do the mitt, like the mitten, like around my fingers. Yeah. It's like a, you got to fold it like. Uh, you go hither and yon. Yeah, it's kind of like the same way you like put froyo in a bowl. The way it just kind of like layers on just top of itself. And wow. Forth. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's a, there's a system. Wow. Yeah. I so you get three odd numbers bother me. Like when I get paper towels, I either have to get two or four. I'll do four for you for now. <laughs> <laughs> for Sarah. <laughs> Wipe. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> All right. Uh, now that we've significantly grossed everybody. <laughs> yeah. But we got that settled. I think that's important. Everybody, it is. Yeah. I didn't know there were such things as folders. Speaking of paper. <gasps> Segway. Oh. <laughs> that's a good one. So, yeah. I brought a copy of my new graphic novel. Uh, high crimes. Oh my God! Uh, Can we just give a round of applause, Greg? Yes, oh, thank you. A two thank of you. applause. Thank you. Yes, it's so exciting, and what a beautiful book it they, is. Dark Horse did an amazing job with the design. Uh, designer Nick over there just absolutely like blew us away with it. So um, this was uh, a book that was digital first. We were part of this digital publishing initiative locally called Monkey Brain, mm-hmm. and they worked with this company called Comicsology, where. Um, it's like the iTunes for comic books, basically. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah comicsology.com. It's spelled with an X in comics. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, they had an exclusive deal with them, so everything went out digitally first. So we did 12 issues of that, 99 cents a pop, and then this is the full collected version of all of them. So that's all 12 issues in one book. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's It's the whole story. And they it's like a really – I think it's like 190 – or 204 pages total, including wow. all the back matter and stuff. And it's only 19.99 for a hardcover. That, that is, is incredible. And I was, a great deal. I didn't think they'd be able to pull that this off. This is only 19.99. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. That's like I'm holding this legitimately in my hands right now. And this is one of the best quality books I think I have ever picked up. It's way like thicker than I thought it was going to be too. Oh, yeah. I mean that is a legit hardback and, book right there. I mean – yeah, and we, we see here. Can I, can yeah. I see it, sir? Yeah, we, so I know I've been hawking it yeah, over here. Sorry about that. And we packed each page pretty full because it was digital only. Like, so we wanted to kind of give everybody like most bang for their buck mm-hmm. that we could. 
Um, but the story is about uh, yeah, yeah. Give the backstory of high crimes in case people aren't familiar. Yeah, so it's it's about this woman uh, in her late twenties. I just made a fart sound with my hands by accident. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we'll extend you. I'll boost that. What the book's about? I love I'll make that like, really <laughs> loud in post and cut out your explanation. And then... I was pitching Ibrahim as like our classiest guest ever, and he's over there talking wadding toilet paper and, and fart sounds and fart with sounds. his hands. I, well, I'm 12. I don't know you're if you're that. No, you're making it more real. I'm feeling better about not showering. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, whatever I can do. You're, um, you're wonderful. All right, yes, yeah, so your book. So, yeah, uh, Suzanne Jensen, uh, she is a uh, former Olympic snowboard gold medalist. And she also had like a drug problem. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the the Lance Armstrong of women's snowboarding, right? Okay. So her her titles are stripped, loses her endorsements. So she leaves to go pursue climbing because that's the only other thing she's ever loved doing, right? So she hightails it to Nepal to go be a climbing guide in the Himalayas where nobody knows who she is. And she can just kind of live anonymously with her drug habits. And she works with this older guy, and they have kind of a Jesse uh, Walt Breaking Bad sort of like mm, relationship, okay. mm-hmm. where when they find a dead body up on the mountains, they strip the personal effects and cut off one of the hands, and then they fingerprint it to find out who the families are, and then extort them for like a retrieval fee. Because wow. once you're frozen up on these mountains, like you're just up. There. Yeah, you can't get them back. Yeah, yeah. I mean there are there are bodies on Everest that are used as like landmarks at this point. Like oh, we made it to Green Boots, you know, another several hundred feet, whatever, right. until wow. we get to camp. Seven or yeah. five or whatever, which so, is true. Yeah, it's it's you can't bring them back. Yeah. So uh, one of the bodies that they find at the beginning of the book at the summit of Everest is that of like an ex CIA operative, and he had government secrets with him that he took to bury up on the mountain. So uh, and one of the inside of his hand was like buried a uh, like a microfilm that has a bunch of like state secrets, like who killed Kennedy type stuff on it. So when they scan his prints, you know his old handler gets a, the red flag and they send a team of black suited government guys to go looking for him and they don't know that he's dead so then Suzanne and Haskell her partner get caught up in this sort oh, of race wow. to the top of Everest nice my buddy Chris Sabella wrote the story um, and then I drew it and uh, when he told me the idea for that I was just like what mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how did you come up with that that yeah. is crazy, crazy. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, we were nominated for two Eisner Awards, which is like the Oscars of comics. So that is so it's, incredible. It's it's venerated people. It's real. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> people <laughs> like it. Um, so yeah. is this what you were creating when you were across the hall from yes. us? That is so neat. Yeah, right? we we're under the same roof as this book. Uh, when it was I know. Being it took created. like all in all, it was about two and a half years of production because we weren't getting paid for it. Mm. Like we got some money on the back end when the digital issue sold, but you know, in comics, you kind of have to do your first thing is like a lot of times it'll be pro bono kind of like a hail yeah. mary almost like yeah see, this is gonna work yeah like this was sort of and now we're getting a lot of work because of this like actually today i just had uh you know the flash tv show oh yeah yeah that's what i, was, oh, yeah, I wanted we were to bring up for you to say something yeah they it, yeah. do a, a comic book tie-in of that so i got to draw an issue of that and the first half of it is up on comiXology as well today just hit um so that is you know, so badass it's awesome man. it's really that cool it so worked cool. as like a like kind of a calling card for us so it was like uh-huh. our uh, you know our our three-year resume basically <laughs> yeah here it is like yeah, hope, yeah hope everybody enjoys it like i mean it's such a greg i called dibs by the way i get it first all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm just saying no i'm i'm reading it first <laughs> just so you know yeah we uh i mean that's that's a pretty significant I mean, that's your life, life if you look yeah. at it. Like two and a half years of your life are right there, bound in a beautiful cover. Yeah. Wow, and even the cover's like embossed. Yeah. I did, didn't realize that. That yeah. is cool. They did a cool like spot gloss on the cover yeah. and stuff. And, um, yeah, no, they really, they really put together a, a 
package we're super happy with. So wow. it was a it was a long haul, and it's finally like I was doing this while I was working like a part time job and going to school for a bit, and then I eventually quit that job and was working in animation full time, and then doing this at night working like. 18 hour days and shit so yeah Ibrahim is a motherfucking hustler like I, you you are never not working you I gotta know grind you, you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah it feels good to finally have it you know and thank you guys for letting me come on and, oh, oh hell are you yeah. kidding we just love an excuse to hang out with you well you know well, where, I know I miss seeing you guys across so the hall I miss seeing you too That's I used to have a about. studio space for those who don't know us across the hall from yeah. here yeah and so we, we would always stand in the hallway and gossip about, like, the new people in the building. Yeah. Like, the maybe prostitutes that were next we to us. We were pretty sure they were I'm prostitutes. I'm pretty sure. Well, because right after you moved out, they moved out probably within the next month. Oh, yeah. Within and the they month. had moved in, like, the month I left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was quick. Yeah. It was a quick turnaround. I don't know how many people she had coming in, in and out of there, though. I think they probably still turned a profit off of that month. Oh. Well, because I mean, she had a lot of people coming in and out of that room. But what I don't get is there were two women who would... Because well, I only ever saw the one. There was what was there another one too? Yeah, and I thought they were No, like, there was more than one. Yeah, yeah, I thought they might have been business partners, right? But they just had the one room. It wasn't like a dual thing like No, this. yeah, there was just one one set of boarded up windows. Yeah, the cardboard. They, they had like a curtain in between each or something or another <laughs> yeah. piece of cardboard Maybe. separating. All I know is they would play music super loud. Oh yeah. Yeah. And a lot of mm-ts, mm-ts, mm-ts. Yeah, and yeah. you would hear like like one day we were standing in the hall talking and then this guy walks up with the woman and then who was always a little scantily clad. Yeah. Barefoot. Always yeah. barefoot. Barefoot in the hallway, which yeah. is never a good thing. Super gross. Yeah. If you see these hallways. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you do not want to walk around barefoot in them. And then uh and then we'd hear like the door would close and we hear shoes kick off. Oh yeah. And then the music would get louder. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't like a massage thing because yeah. we've both been next to masseuses. And, no. and that's not what it sounds like. No. Andrew is down the hall massaging and I don't hear loud blasting music coming out yeah. of his place. <laughs> so I'm going to think there's a little difference there. <laughs> Although he does something. beatbox while he works on people. That, 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 well, that makes sense. <laughs> See, but that's, you have to pay extra for lower. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our buddy Rick in the chat says, uh, classiest guest ever equals Cyclops at a gay bar and butt wiping techniques. Got it. <laughs> yep. That's a pretty good synopsis. <laughs> that is a good synopsis. It yeah. sums it up. Well, Ibrahim, where can people find uh, your your book? Uh, it is available at comic book shops. Um, Everywhere? Yeah. In yeah, Portland yeah. and all over the Definitely country? Definitely in Portland. Everybody, all the comic shops locally are really great and they're like super supportive. So they, they ordered a decent amount, I believe. That's fantastic. Yeah. And that's including I Like Comics up in Vancouver, Washington, too, which is in quaint little downtown Vancouver. Yeah, I've been there, yeah. It's a good shop. Cool. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it should be available nationwide and then also on Amazon. Um, and I think it's cheaper on Amazon, at least maybe to pre-order it, because it officially hits book markets on the 21st. Okay. But, okay. but the yeah. comic book shops get it, got it on the 8th. Um, and then all of the, if you don't have a shop near you or whatever, all of the issues are available digitally, too, on Comixology. So if you just search high crimes in the search bar. Um, and they're only, for the digital version, for all 12 issues, it's like... Like twelve, yeah, 80, under twelve, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something. eleven, yeah. eleven eighty nine, something yeah, like that. Yeah, eleven eighty nine. <laughs> yeah, and there is one cool thing too is there's different uh, back matter, that, what they call like the the backup, you know, bonus materials mm-hmm. in each issue uh, is different digitally than it is in the print version. So oh, there's wow. a little more there too, and also the color is a little more vibrant oh, digitally because cool. I, you know, well, because you can do more. Yeah, and the probably. paper absorbs it, you know, the ink and stuff. But right. yeah, the, we we did a nice, uh, almost like a newsprint, like a heavy duty. It's very kinda. heavy paper. Yeah. That's what I was noticing. Well, it's really good quality. I mean, essentially, what I'm hearing is you, you can pick up the digital copy, which you should, but then you need the actual physical copy. Well, you need a hard well. copy because if because the internet the, explodes, you don't. Right. You need to have something. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, if the internet does explode, you have this forever. Yeah, like and, for for out of the country listeners. 
digital is a good option. That's mm-hmm. how, like, we have some listeners. On, oh, also on our podcast, chroniclesandnerds.com, part of the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have some listeners who are uh, out of the country and they have been reading digitally because they're awesome. Oh, very cool. So, yeah, uh, you can you can get it. In physical spaces or from uh, your toilet at 3 a.m. if you want to. <laughs> internet connection. Uh, our friend, uh, our good friend Keelan, of course, a, a fellow artist in the chat says uh, he grabbed an extra copy for a friend. Everyone should buy this book. Oh, thank you, Keelan. He also yeah. asks what your uh, AKA for the day is. Ooh, I didn't come up with one. Uh-oh. That's stupid. Uh, M- AKA the, the Himalayan playa playa. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm I just, not Himalayan, but the book is. Uh, <laughs> you know. But it's up there. Yeah, it's good. got that new the book smell too. That was the part that, that was because it was digital, Crazy. you know. So like yeah. to have it smell like a book was like, oh man. How weird was it? Like your, your first time holding this thing and just being <sighs> like, I am. Did part you cry? What kind of? I was like, is, is this what it's like to have a baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's your baby. Yeah, and you know, like I've had other. And it was a longer labor too i mean yes two yeah. and a half yeah. years and people can buy your baby period. you can sell your baby over and over yeah and i can write in the baby yeah and uh yeah no it was it was really cool like because i mean this was such a labor of love and so i mean my life took a lot of twists and turns as i was working on this thing and and so to have like the culmination of it all yeah in my hands was like we did it oh. that's so cool yeah. And so do you there. have um, other projects that you're working on right now? Yes. Uh, I'm sure. Many. So the, the aforementioned uh, the Flash thing, mm-hmm. uh, I just started working on – there's a, a comic book publisher, IDW, and uh, they have the license to Godzilla. So um, there's a, a five-part miniseries out that's all – like each issue is its own story. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing the fourth issue with uh, local writer Brandon Seifert, who's a good buddy of mine. And uh, we – so we're doing that. I just started working on that. It was pretty awesome. We get to draw Godzilla. Wow. Oh, yeah. I got to do the the thing that was like, you know, the, after this, I just need to draw Superman and I'm good, was I got to do a Ninja Turtles cover. Yes. So it hasn't been published yet. I don't know when they're going to use it. Sometimes they do like these like incentive covers that are like a you know bonus if a store oh, yeah. is like, you know, so many, they get one of these. Uh-huh. Um, so I think they're saving it for one of those. So I don't know when it's going to be published. I want to see your version of the Ninja Turtles. I will. I should have it on my phone. So okay. I'll show you. I like oh, hell yeah. yeah. I've done some other covers for Escape from New York, and I'm doing variant covers on Dr. Fate, which is a DC thing. Uh, and then I'm working on an image book that is too uh, early in its gestation period to really say anything about. Cause you just said gestation twice on the I show. I did. I yeah. know. See, I'm taking it back to class. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Ibrahim, I don't know if you, um, if folks on Facebook have seen it, but we posted that amazing drawing of uh, the first season of True Detective with oh, the, with the tree yeah. and, and Woody Harrelson and uh, Matthew McConaughey. Ibrahim was the one that created that, and it is just one of my most favorite pieces oh, of well, imagery. Thank you. Are yes, you guys so, digging so, season two? I like it. Yeah. All right. I don't. No spoilers though. Did you watch it last night? Yes. Me too. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lot of people were like, "Oh, it's like a season one." It's like it's a different thing. It's, it's like, a not, different it's, thing. You yeah, can't compare it. Yeah. Yeah. It, no. That's a different thing. A different series. Like completely. So yeah, I I like it. Yeah. No. So it's, far. And, and I mean the cast and you know. I think it's fantastic. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Colin Farrell is fucking amazing in it. He's that incredible. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. You guys ever see In Bruges? Mm-mm. Oh, that's one of his best movies. Yeah. He was nominated for a Golden Globe for that, and he, I think he lost to Robert Downey Jr. for Tropic Thunder. <laughs> so if that gives you an idea of how that's good funny. his performance was, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, that it's, was up there. I think it's on Netflix. It's about two hitmen who are, like, sequestered in Bruges, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Austria. Mm-hmm. Um, 
while their their boss figures out what to do with them, and you kind of find out why they're there, and it's it's a, it's oh, really funny, but it's like it kicks you in the nuts. It's yeah. really good. All right, I'm gonna have to watch that. Uh, Keelan also just put it out in the chat that you're available at Target.com. You can buy high crimes <laughs> there. Are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah right you're there. on Target. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's really nuts, dude. I just called my mom about that one. Yeah. <laughs> mom, go to Target. Remember that place we used to go to for free entertainment when we were poor? <laughs> They're selling my shit. Yeah, mom, I made it. That's crazy. That is I so didn't know cool. they even dealt in that kind Me of Me neither. Stuff. No. I thought it was just like romance novels and like. In other words, Keelan search, searches Target all the time. Yeah, apparently. Keelan. Thank you, man. Well, if I can get it at Target, then I'll. That's, uh, that's how I'm picturing Keelan saying this. Mm. No, that's I, some legit shit right there. I'm trying to. I'm going to do. Um, like a, a, a true detective thing for every season. Nice. So I'll shoot you guys one on it. I'm waiting. Oh. To, I don't know. There's this one. Is has it going to be eight the, episodes again? I think so. Yeah. And this one doesn't have like the it doesn't much have cre- symbolic type exactly. stuff as the first one. So dude, Vince Vaughn though is freaky. Yeah. He's he's fucked up. It's That's, cool to see like his range. It's usually neat. he's like, hey, I'm the quick talking funny guy. Yeah. All right, mm. come over here. Blah blah blah. Earmuffs. Boom. Yeah. Mm. You know. And this he's like. No, he's deeply disturbed. Yeah, I was just watching Wedding Crashers the other day again, and I forgot how goddamn funny he is yeah. in that. Like, I still laugh at the same jokes I've heard, like, 12 times before. He's kind of—did you guys watch Daredevil on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's kind of tapping into some— uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent or? D'Onofrio. Yeah. Who, those, those are two guys I used to confuse all the time. Oh, really? It's the Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, that, hap- that still happens Vince's. to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Vincent D'Onofrio is amazing. Or, like, Terrence Stamp and— uh, Malcolm McDowell, same dude. Oh yeah, it was Terrence Stamp. Terrence Stamp. He was General Zod. In yeah. Portland. Oh yeah, yeah. But if yeah. you see him now, like short, cropped, white hair, like he looks oh. just like Malcolm McDowell. Like oh, I watched, weird. he was in Electra, that crappy movie. Oh yeah, Daredevil yeah, spinoff. Did not, yeah. And I, I was watching. I was like, wow, Malcolm McDowell, you are slumming it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized, oh, that's not him. <laughs> what are you <laughs> like, doing, buddy? Uh, Parker Posey and, uh, and Elizabeth who? Banks. Oh, see, I don't mix oh, them the up. Oh, the blonde and the brunette versions yeah. a little bit. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I know that, but there, I still, a parts of me, I'm like, God, they could be sisters. But there's there's all those, act, you know, certain actors are just like, God, who they are, you, I confuse them all the time. No, that's true. It, well, and like the one in True Detective, that's Kate, what's her name again? Uh, what, the blo- Rachel uh, McAdams? Rachel, Rachel McAdams. McAdams. I get her mixed up with, with... Kate Hudson? Not Kate Hudson. Who's the, Was she the one that was married to uh, Heath Ledger? No, that was... Uh, Michelle Williams. I get those two mixed up. I don't know. Dare you, sir? <laughs> I get them mixed up. I get them mixed up. Rachel McAdams is Rachel McAdams. Is, yeah, she is gorgeous. Have you guys seen In Time? Or is it In Time? No, is that about the one time. with? Sorry, is that the one time. with the? Uh, no, not the name where he travels through. One. No, where he yeah, travels yeah. through time. Like, yeah, yeah. I've just got to travel. He always speaks like that in it. Um, what, like Christian a, Bale is Batman. It's not Christian Bale though. <laughs> Is that the one where he, where he travels through time? Well, it's a time travel movie, but it's like it's with her and the guy from. Uh, did you see Ex Machina? Dom Hall Gleason no. is his name. No, it's, okay, it's, it's a, a different one then. It's by the guy who did like Notting Hill and Love Actually. Okay, which if I had known that before I watched it, I probably wouldn't have watched it. And I would have totally watched it. it. You should. It's this movie made me cry like a child. <gasps> really? It's so and what's good. it called? About time. About okay, this is time. not the one that I was thinking of. Okay, it, it's about a guy who can travel through time, like in his own life, uh-huh. right? So it, it and they do it by it's real it's real like there's no time machine it's just like something that the men in his family can do according to his dad and they just go into like a, a small dark room like squint and 
you know, clench their fists, <laughs> and then they just think about where they want to go, and then they're there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I want to be able to do that. It's really cool, but it's only backwards, and it's only... Or, you know, you can jump backwards and then back to the present, but never forward. You can't go forward. Okay. Yeah. So he just, like, it's kind of a Groundhog Day type of thing. He, like, relives moments oh. of his life. And, and trying to, like, reset things. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and she plays his wife in it. It's really, really good. All right. She was also in The Time Traveler's Wife. <laughs> as That's the, wife. the one. That's the one I'm That's, thinking okay. of. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That movie, at the end of it, I was like, I wish I could go back in time and never watch that shit It's again. so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. Because that's where... Yeah, it's Eric Bana. That's yeah, what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's always like, I can't help it. I've got to travel. Yeah. It's just what it is. And he's always speaking in this low voice. I'm like, shut the... Shut up. Yeah, this shut real up. angsty, like... Yeah, just shut up. Motherfucker, you can travel through time. <laughs> yeah, and you can talk. Like, it's not always... Oh, yeah, like... Everything's so intense. And chill out, man. Yeah. <laughs> go go back and have a Coke and a smile. Right, yeah. Do whatever... I yeah. love time travel movies. Have you guys seen uh, Predestination? No. Mm-mm. Holy shit. Predestination. Watch this movie. I don't movie. think I've ever even heard of it. It's an Ethan Hawke movie. Did okay. you guys ever see Daybreakers, that vampire movie he was in? <laughs> this is all turned into mm. a, did you ever see this? <laughs> did you ever see this? Same, well, same uh, people did who did that. yeah. Okay. Same team behind that. Predestination. It is such a mind fuck. Good, because I've been looking for some stuff to watch. No, all right. I'm telling you, this movie, I love time travel movies. Mm. Yeah, yes. And this one is it's a time travel movie. It belongs on the same shelf as Looper. Like, okay. Mm. It's, right. it's in like a cool time travel movie kind mm-hmm. of way. And but this one is definitely more about character and story than it is the fact that they can time travel. You know. Okay. Okay. I can't even say anything about it without spoiling it. But it, I, I like I, I red boxed it and then I gave it to like two different friends. It was like fucking watch this. Okay. And then give it back to me when you're done. <laughs> I don't care about the extra charges. Other people need to see this. <laughs> it is worth it. Yeah, because I need. It's like when you give someone a book, like this is too good. Like you don't even have to give it. Oh, back. it's a newer yeah. movie too. Yeah. So it's from last year. Yeah. Predestination. I got it at a red box, so I think they probably still have it. All right. Um, yeah, check that shit out. Oh, my God. All okay. right. And when you check- do, call me, and we're, I'll be like, right. Okay. And that you guys can spell <laughs> okay. together. And also check out theartofibrahimmustafa.blogspot.com. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is where I, I I actually need to update it. But I got it's pretty recent. Uh, it has some of my cover stuff so on there. So can people purchase, like, and- prints, like, if someone wants the True Detective print? Yeah, I have a store link on there. Awesome. Um, it's, it's not active at the moment because I just moved. So I was, like, you know, mm. trying to... Not get all that yeah of, yeah so i need to i need to click activate on that stuff <laughs> i'll do that today when i get home yeah there we go, awesome. <laughs> there you go. well ibrahim thank you for coming in this thank you guys so much for having oh yeah <laughs> always a pledge uh send us an email a fun employment a briefs send us an email fun employment radio gmail.com give us a call 503-575-9120 thank you everyone for tuning into fun employment radio and pick up a copy of high crimes Pick I'm it up. So excited to read it. Pick it up. It's so awesome. Thank you guys. We're Aww. so proud of you. Oh, proud of you. You done good. Bye, right. Alante. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a bit with more tomorrow with more fun employment radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>